Welcome to BE Transform 365 with me, your host, Keisha Robinson, the show that uplifts, equips, and pray our listeners into healing, growth, and transformation. Tune in with us for unmatched truth based on biblical principles, wisdom through revelation, and let's not forget that very expensive PhD degree from the University of Life. Amen. Amen. Let's get to it and talk on purpose. to season five, episode 33. Glory be to God. Happy Monday morning choices, guys. I'm so excited that you decided to take the time to join in with us on this morning. Amen. So I pray everybody had a blessed and a safe weekend that you are here this morning to give God some face time, some ear time. Amen. Glory be to God. I pray that you're ready to take this week by the horns and you have great expectations to experience God and to see God and every area of your life like never before. Amen. So good morning, Abba. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, peace and joy and hope. Good morning, unconditional love, unconfailing love. Good morning, peace and power in the name of Jesus. Good morning, fresh anointing and vision. Good morning, kingdom strategy. Good morning, healing and restoration. Good morning, peace that surpasses all understanding. Good health and long life in the name of Jesus. Good morning, healed heart and a sound mind. Good morning, wisdom 
in the mighty matchless name of Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Listen, this is episode 33 of season five. And today, guys, is a special one. This is a prophetic um, move of God, a prophetic message from the Lord in so many ways in the name of Jesus. For those of you that may not know, Jesus was 33 years of age at the time of his crucifixion, as well as the resurrection. Glory be to God, somebody. No man could take his life. He said, I lay it down and I can pick it back up again. Glory. Hallelujah. I need for you to hear with your spiritual ears on this morning because he's uh, biblically speaking. 33 times in the Bible, 33 times in the Bible, Noah's name was spoken on the 33rd time in scripture when God makes reference to the covenant of his eternal uh, promise to man, never to destroy all of mankind ever again. And he sealed that promise um, with the symbolic symbol of the rainbow. Glory be to God. You can reference Genesis 9, 12 through 16 for that passage of scripture. Glory be to God. What am I saying? I'm saying that biblically speaking, the number 33 is connected to uh, certain uh, blessings and promises that God has made specifically and strategically to his sons and his daughter. In addition to that, if you did not know, the number 33, um, also as it relates to Abraham, Abraham's name was also mentioned on the 33rd time in the Bible when it references Isaac, which was the promised child, the promised child born unto him and his wife, Sarah, at such an old age. Glory. Hallelujah. So I need for you to come on, declare and decree and affirm with me on this Monday morning choices that I am standing under an open heaven and heaven is smiling upon me. Heaven is calling out to me, calling me by name. I am reminded on this morning of God's promises that he's made to me. I am reminded of the prophecies spoken over my life on this morning. Glory be to God. God is up to something and I want to be found faith filled and faithful in the name of Jesus on this 10th day of the 10th month of 2022. Glory be to God, somebody. God, I receive and I stand in a complete and perfect order in the things that you have set in motion. You have set in motion concerning my life and all that are connected to me in this day. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory be to God. We're going to move forward with our daily confession. As always, we stand upon Psalms 19 and 14. Father God, in the name of Jesus, fall afresh on this day. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, may it all be pleasing in your sight, Lord God, for you are a rock and our redeemer. Father God, as this growing community, Lord God, continues to grow, I sit at your feet and I place it in your hands. I ask that you continue to breathe upon it, Lord God. Speak this day, Lord God, what thus says you, that your sons and your daughters will hear clearly from you. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus, we're going to take a quick break. And I want you to be ministered to by this beautiful worship by Miss Latasha Cobb Leonard. You know my name. And we'll be right back with today's message.
My God, my God, my God, my God, I pray that you recognize and realize that God knows your name, that he has called you, he has chosen you, he has equipped you, that he's already provided the fire. The question is, will you respond in a spirit of obedience? Amen. Amen. Our foundational scripture for today that we will be standing upon, and I'll be reading into your hearing from two different translations, um, and we'll be coming from 2 Timothy, the third chapter, the 16th and the 17th verse. So I'm going to be reading into your hearing from the NIV version first, and then we're going to read that from the Amplified, because oftentimes what happens is we uh, are bought... um, bought before some things um, in life, just life in general. And we are able to uh, understand the information that's being bought to us. But oftentimes we do not take that extra step to go a little bit deeper beneath the surface. 
And there are some things in life that we must absolutely have complete and total revelation in, in order to be able to navigate that thing, in order to be able to apply um, sound uh, reasoning and wisdom to our lives. So we're going to be reading from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. And I read that into your hand from the NIV version first. And it reads, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, verse 17, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Glory be to God for the reading of his word. And this is the passage of scripture that many of us are more familiar with. But let's take a deeper dive into that text. Let's let's read that from the Amplified to hear what the Spirit is saying to the people of God on this month, uh, Monday morning choices. Amen. Verse 16. All scripture is God-breathed, given by divine inspiration and it is profitable for instruction for conviction of sin for correction of error and restoration to obedience glory hallelujah for training in righteousness learning to live in the conformity to god's will god's perfect will guys both publicly and privately behaving honorably with personal integrity and moral courage. Glory be to God. See, this is about being. Not being or, or looking or being perceived by man one way publicly, but in private, we're behaving dishonorably, no integrity, no moral courage, none of that. Verse 17, so that, so this is why this is so important. So that the man of God, the woman of God, the servant of God, the son of God, the heir of God may be complete and proficient, outfitted and thoroughly equipped for every good work. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. God qualifies us guys through the equipping of his word and his word not only teach, but it also rebukes. It also corrects. It also provides training, which also demands discipline, discipline. And all of these things are profitable to us. It brings forth alignment, agreement with the word of God, order, order. To the things on which God is desiring to do and fulfill within the earth. God knows you by name. And many of you, he have been calling. He have been calling. You've been dragging your feet. You've been slowful. You, you've been taking two steps forward. You take five steps back. And my assignment on today is to help you to understand why we can no longer continue in that manner. God qualifies us through the equipping of his word. So that brings us to the topic of today's message. So before you say that you are not qualified, 
Consider it is God who qualifies you for what he has chosen you, called you, and will be sending you to do. Not we ourselves. We are all familiar with the story of of, uh, uh, Noah. I almost said Jonah, but I want to talk about Noah. And all the great things he did. But the truth of the matter is, Noah was a drunk. But yet and still, he was trusted to build an ark that not only preserved his life, his family lives, two of every kind of animal from a great flood when nobody even knew anything about rain. Rain, what is rain? And when God released it in judgment upon the earth, Noah, a drunk, was entrusted with such a task. In other words, he was trusted to work with God. To recreate, to start over again, to rewrite the story. So my question to some of you out there on this morning, have God identified you as the Noah of your generation to rewrite history, to change the trajectory of your family lineage? Have he considered you? We're going to talk a little bit about Abraham this morning. Although he was old, yet many nations came from him, through him. See, Abraham, although old, was also revered as the father of great faith. Abraham, he obeyed God undoubtedly. Each and every command that God had ever given him, even to the point to where he was willing to sacrifice his promised son, Isaac. You better hear the spirit on this morning. Age is just a number. God can use anybody at any time, anywhere. Glory be to God. For some of you, God has had tied up for all of these years for such a time as now. And now is the time that he's desiring to use you. Now is the time that he's calling you forth. Now is the time that he's sending you out. Glory be to God. See, Abraham was faithful and he was also discerning that in the end he recognized that God had substituted a ram in the place of his son, his promise. And in the midst of the command, stay your hand, he obeyed. Have God identified you as the Abraham of your generation? Is it possible? Is it possible that all you've been going through were merely tests to increase your faith, to strengthen your faith, to increase and fine tune your discernment that no matter what the command is that God is given and bringing forth, you respond and a spirit and a posture of great faith, knowing that God would always provide? Or have you been continuously sacrificing and killing the promise because you keep missing the second command? See, the fact that God changed his mind, the fact that Abraham perceived that this is a test of my faith, He was able to respond 
to the second command given, stay your hand, Abraham. There, look. Look there. There's a ram in the bush. Why is this, a, why is this so significant? See, though Isaac mm -hmm, was a daydreamer dream, known by many, he was also the promise the promise, the witness, the example, the tangible living example of God's promise to Abraham and Sarah at such a time when it was not even fathomable, reasonable for a, a, a man his age to bear a child. Isaac, one of the forefathers. Isaac, the one that through him, the nation of Israel would be born. That Isaac. Is it possible that God have identified you as the Isaac of your generation? L let's talk a little bit about Jacob. See, Jacob was a liar. Most known for his slick and deceitful ways, especially when it came, came towards his, his brother Esau. Yet after wrestling with God all night and losing, Jacob learned who he really was, not who people had come to know him to be. Not people defining him by the things that he had done, but for who God had created him to be. He not only received God's blessing, but he also received and knew, came into the awareness and the understanding of who he really was. Israel. Israel. A holy nation. And this is the perfect depiction of God's power and grace. Of how God and only God can change. And renew. Have God identified you as the Jacob of your generation to be changed and made new? See, all of this came through Abraham at his old age and it's so much bigger. What if, what if Abraham and Sarah would have given up on God promises? What then? What then would have come about? Of the nation of Israel. Where would the power and the grace of God be revealed in the earth? A thousand generations that have passed. And a thousand generations and so many more that are to come. Glory be to God. You got to understand that you're Abraham's seed. You. Are the seed of Abraham. Isaac. And Jacob. Joseph was abused, not by strangers, but by loved ones. Yet God used all he had been through that in the time of great famine to use him as the vessel to demonstrate the power of forgiveness and unconditional love, peace and protection. Have God considered you to be the Joseph Of your generation. Have he considered you?
David, a murderer, an adulterous man, still yet called to be king, still yet considered a man after God's own heart. Could God be considering you as the David of your generation? Job was tested in every area, lost it all, bankrupt. Still found faithful. Humbled in spirit. Could God be considering you as the Job of your generation? Peter, not only did he deny Christ, but he had a terrible temper. And still upon him, Jesus built his church in the hate that the gates of hell could not prevail. What excuses are you making? What are you telling yourself that, that is making you to believe that you're disqualified, that God can't use you? The devil is a lie. The Samaritan woman married several times and divorced even many more. Paul went from being a murderer of Christians to building churches in the name of Jesus. Lazarus, a friend of Jesus, a friend. Yet Jesus allowed for him to lie dead and stinking for four days before returning to resurrect him, to call him out of grave clothes, to call him forth again. Have he not considered you to be the living witness, the living example and testimony of his goodness in your life, his goodness in the earth, that his word is still alive and active? Could he be considering you? See, all of these people were flawed, but perfect in every way. To be used by God in extraordinary ways. They were obedient servants, partners and sons and heirs of God who found favor. Who found favor with God in spite of their sinful nature in a sinful world. So why are you saying God can't use you? Why are you saying that God didn't choose you? God didn't call you. God equips us. He qualifies us. With his word. By and through divine inspiration. His word to us is profitable for instruction. It's profitable to bring forth conviction of sin, not condemnation. To bring forth correction for the error of our ways. It restores us to obedience unto Christ. It trains us to live upright. Learning to live not in the, per, the, the permitted will or the permissive will of God, but the perfect will of God. It teaches us and trains us to be steadfast at work, always abounding in the things of the Lord in public and in private. That we, we, we ourselves will be honorable people with integrity and moral courage. That you, man of God, that you, woman 
of God. You heir of God, son of God. May be complete and proficient, completely equipped and thorough for every good work that he has chosen you for. That he has called you for. That he has set you apart for. That he is sending you out for. Could you be the next one of your generation? Is it your name that heaven has considered? Is it your name that God has spoken once and you've heard it twice? Could you be the one? No more excuses. Glory be to God. So before you say you're not qualified, consider these here listed today. Consider and remember that God qualifies through his word. All that he calls in the name of Jesus. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus. So make sure you're governing yourselves accordingly. Make sure you're, you're, you're moving in the rhythm and the timing of God. Make sure that you're not in your own way. And I'll leave you on this day. With the beautiful worship by Miss Casey J. And Mr. Nel uh, uh, Jason Nelson. Have your way. I pray that you know without a shadow of a doubt that you were created for his glory. You were created for his pleasure. You were created for his purpose. And it is my prayer. It is my heart's cry, my heart's desire that you let him have his way in your life. Because it's bigger than us. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank you guys for taking the time to join in on this morning. In faith and on purpose. Until next time. Be blessed.